Beloved listeners, thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So, today we're going to be talking about Once Upon a Broken Heart by Stephanie Garber. So, if you are familiar with Stephanie Garber, she wrote the best-selling Caraval series. And this book actually takes place within that same universe. However, it doesn't follow the same cast of characters. Um, many of them do make appearances. In fact, Jax, who... Again, I haven't read the Caraval series. I don't know how prominent of a character he was. He does play a significant part in the overall plot of this story that follows Evangeline. Now, Evangeline, she has... um, She has magic in her. And I want to start by saying that this story, um, Once Upon a Broken Heart, it is a magic-infused and magic-driven story. But that doesn't negate the characterization. I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. Um, You know, Once Upon a Broken Heart, again, it follows Evangeline, and so much has happened to her. The book begins, she's met her, what she believes is her true love, and she's just trying to get him back because she doesn't understand all of a sudden he has fallen in love with her stepsister. We really are thrown into the magic, you know, the magic of the fates, what kind of magic Evangeline has herself. She doesn't even know she has magic. Her mother was from the north, and the north part of this kingdom, right, of this realm, tends to be very magically infused. Like, magic cannot escape the gates of this realm. And it's something she's been fascinated with since she was a child. That magic is what drives the story, but it's more than just that. It's the history of the former rulers of that North Kingdom. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of intrigue. There's this hidden door. Well, it's not so hidden, but there's this magically locked door and no one knows what's behind this door. And everyone, some people are kind of trying to get in there. So it is a magic infused story. It is a magic directed story that leaves the story, not leaves, But it gives the story, rather, a very fast pace to lure you in. Because that's what the plot is about. It's about the magic. It's about what the heck Evangeline has got herself caught up in. But that's what makes it engaging for the reader. That mystery, that magic. It adds to the fairy tale element that Garber is going for. Because it is very fairy tale-like. And that, to me was probably the most gravitating part of the story, that fairy tale element, because I personally do love fairy tales. And I'm always looking for something that's unique when it comes to fairy tales. And this is definitely unique. Now, given the fact that the story is a magically infused story and a magically directed story, again, like I said earlier, Garber does not forget the characterization. Evangeline is such a wonderful character. She's very charismatic. She's very down to earth, even though she is quite the romantic. Um, 
she's wonderful in that respect because she also has this ferocity to her. She has this genuine care for other people. If she does something that hurts other people, she is devastated and she wants nothing more than to remedy that. She genuinely cares about other people and you see that through her actions, through her tone, through her narrative, how much she cares for other people, even people she probably shouldn't care about. And then you have Jax. Again, I don't I didn't read Caraval series. And in case you're wondering, no, you don't have to have read the Caraval series to enjoy this book. Again, I haven't read it. I thoroughly enjoyed this book and I wasn't lost. Garber does a really good job of highlighting and bringing in moments from Caraval without leaving you lost with the story now. You know, she gives you some history. She gives you some backstory without dragging down that story. So, I don't know what Jax was like in that series. I know who he's like now. He seems to be kind of heartbroken, a little bit bitter, but he's still so, he's like that bad boy. You know you're supposed to stay away from him, but you're just like drawn to him. He's very charismatic. He's very, he keeps you guessing. You don't really know, is he bad? Is he good? Is he just, you know, he's a faint, so he's kind of godlike. So, he does he care about people? You do see that he cares. You know, there are moments where he cares so deeply from Evangeline. And their whole dynamic is so entertaining. They bicker, they fight, they're friends, they're not friends, they're enemies. And it's really entertaining to see these two characters mingle with one another. Their dynamic is very well done. But Garber does a really good job of making you second guess Jack's motives. Is he good? Is he bad? What is his end goal? You don't know. And you don't even know if he is a good guy or a bad guy. He's very contradictory, but it keeps you guessing. And I like that we are kept guessing. The same can be said for Marisol. She is Evangeline's stepsister. Now, her mother fits that trope, that fairy tale trope of the wicked stepmother. But Garber does it again by making you second guess. Marisol, is she the wicked stepsister or is she not the wicked stepsister? There's a lot of elements in the story that make you second guess her. At first you're just like, oh, she's a sweetheart. And then you're like, wait a second, is she really a sweetheart? And then you're like, no, she's a good person. She is. You're in the same boat as Evangeline because then she starts to second guess the love of her, of her stepsister. You are kept guessing but that really does lead to really strong characterization and really good dynamics between the characters because you're kept guessing and that's what makes it a well-written story you don't just want things to be handed to you you want that intrigue and garber really does focus on the intrigue for that characterization so i have to say um absolutely love this book fast paced is it spicy no this is not a spicy book but it's imaginative it is creative it's unique it's fast paced like i said has really good characters really good character dynamics and overall i really do think that once upon a broken heart is a really well done story. i'm like so excited the sequel just came out the Ballad of Never After. I'm so excited. I can't wait to like read it and devour it. Um, I'm really sad because I missed the Fairy Loot Special Edition version and cry a little bit. But you know what? I'll take that Barnes & Noble Special Edition. It's signed. It's exclusive. It's special. I want it. I'm going to read it. 
<laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and give Once Upon a Broken Heart 4 out of 5 stars. Again, really unique, really creative, strong characterization, and I love the world building here. I love how Garber is able to do that world building with just a little history here or there. And I love how, yes, she draws on her Caraval series, but she does so in a way that doesn't leave you, the reader, confused, saying, oh my god, now I have... I mean, you want to read the Caraval series because this one was so good. I want to read the Caraval series because this series is so good and I want to know more. But it's not necessary. And that's a sign to me of a really good writer who can draw back upon her previous stories without leaving you, the reader, lost in what's going on now. So, four to five stars. If you want to purchase the book, I will include links in the description of the podcast. Please don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast and share with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me a Coffee or on Anchor FM, my recording platform. Uh, On that note, I hope you all have a great rest of your day. And as always, happy reading.